This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. Okay, so we're holding here page 33 and the Pasuk Binyom Zev Yitrof Boko Yochal Adver Vichalek Shalom. So, Sefarim makes an interesting remark over here. Zev Yitrof. Binyamin is like a wolf. A wolf functions best when it's early morning and it is dark at night when there is very little light. The two times when Kalayasol had a Malchus of Binyamin was the very first one, Shol, and the very last one, Mordechai Vesta. So, um, this is a very, very fascinating observation. In other words, um, it takes um, the hardest phase of something's operation is usually the start. In, in the acceleration and the deceleration is where you have a real output of energy. When something is going as it's going, so it's going. And that's, you know, just the way it goes. But when you have something in, in a transition to Kufa, that's the hardest. So there's something special about Binyamin. He's very quiet. It's kind of not something that's very uh, out in the air. Um, you have, on the one hand, Shoal, it says that he didn't tell anybody that he was a melech, it says about Esther, she didn't have his melech. There was something about that malchus, that malchus needed to be kind of very tsenua, and yet when it came, it, 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 it was the critical piece that, that transitioned from one to the other. That was the Koch of Binyamin. Next Pasik, it says, mm-hmm. So it says Yaakov died over here, and Chazal, um, famous Chazal say, that Yaakov Vinu did not die, Avinu Mace. And there's something about Yaakov Vinu unique, and we'll try to look, see in Chazal how they explain it. So the first one is a Chidusha Goddess of the Rajba. The Rajba wrote a Sefer, Chidusha Goddess, mostly a Brachis. Very interesting, it's sort of a little bit Kabbalodic, um, interesting Mahalach. And then we'll see the Ramban over here and others. So he says like this, So the children became pure only at Yaakov. So each one of the others was very great, but they had some sort of um, solace. They had some part of their being that wasn't 100% perfect, and that needed, and that, and that reflected itself in a, in a child that was that way. So Avram had Yishmael, Yitzhak had Asa. Now, the, 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 the morale makes this point that it's not an imperfection because they hadn't done enough, or like a lack of their tzitkis, but rather it was the, the type of mida that they were perfecting, the type, the, 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 the facet of Torah, of, of Yiddishkeit, that they were expressing, carried inherently within itself an issue. 
Yaakov Avinu, however, who, who, whose facet was really the combination of all facets, not to be focused on one aspect, but to have all together, that did not carry psalos itself, and therefore no one, it, it was, you could not call Klai Yisrael Klai Yisrael until you had Yaakov Avinu. So Torah, since it's pure, could be given only to Zer Yaakov. So Adam Arishan's children became perfect only with the third one. Cain and Hevel killed each other, kind of, and... Uh, is Shays was the one Shasil Kim Zera. Shays is Dakik Benoach, Noach Beshem, Shemba Avrama, from Yitzchak, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Yaakov, and Mizukok, Kozaro, Ite Kulazer Emes. For Oimre, Vanechina, Tich, Sorik, Kulazer Emes. That's what the Navi said. I planted you a a, um, a vine that's totally Emes. It's like, you know what, when you breed plants, so you breed in a certain um, trait that you like, and then you need to keep breeding it for a while because there still will be those, there still will be the recessive genes that will keep expressing themselves. And you need to really get it to a point, it takes quite a while until you're able to eliminate all the recessive genes. Um, and therefore, anybody who's Dovik to Torah is all the other children who may have had some nice points, but they couldn't get the Torah, kill a nifrim and a chayim. Or kumayim akasav v'yitzbem oisazim kormayim chayim es Hashem v'chol hanifradim im korachayim arimeis bemis. So, in talking more abstract terms, anyone who becomes part of the flow of Torah exists eternally. Torah is eternal, and this person's atzmius, this person's essence, is tied up with Torah. A person who's not 100% aligned with Torah begins to veer off, and that's called Misa. That's why he singles out Yaakov Avinu as not dying. The fact that had children who went off the derech showed that it wasn't totally in them. They still had some of that effect of the original Nachash's sin. So that's why Chazal said the Prophet, we extrapolate from the fact that none of his children went off that he was totally high. Because had some of the children been affected, that would have said that there's something wrong in the in the in the root. So the Rashba learns Pshat means that he is Dovok totally in Torah, and in an eternal sense, in a bigger sense of the word, that's called Chaim. The Raya is from Zaro because a person's um, the, the, the the yardstick of whether a person is totally or there's still some elements in him is measured by Zaro. The fact that Yaakov Avinu Zera was totally um, pure, it was, uh, it, it, it was uh, Zaro of, um, it, it was something that was Kulei Chaim, 
Yisrael Apishachat Yisrael, who meant that he himself was also Kulik Tahar. Next one is Ramban. Um, how could he, how could we say they didn't die yes Yakovina said I'm going to die so so you could answer that maybe either didn't know that he's not going to die or he didn't want to boast about it and the fact that it says Yosef's brothers, so that he died, maybe they thought he died. But that's not the, the really the pshat. The nefesh of tzaddikim is bound up, tied up with the eternal life. This shechina dwells on him all day. Gives it adornments, clothing, so it it it's always cloaked in a garment like Yaakov, or the slabish litemizumanois, So Ramban is more cryptic than uh, revelatory, and it's hard to know what he means. The Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar explains it um, much more, and uh, let's let's see where he explains it. It's the next piece. So yes, I mean this whole this whole parasha talks about him dying, being embalmed, crying for seventy days, his children burying him So what does it mean? Alapirish Mace means like Tom Tamisa. Either it means he he himself didn't feel death, or Mace follows. We we have we and when we're living in this world we have a guf and a neshama. The guf is material, coarse, physical, etc. Neshama is pure. When the neshama, but as long as they're together, they're together. And, you know, that's that. When the neshama leaves the guf, the neshama is kind of appalled by the guf, has no desire to go back because the guf is quite crass. Um, it's done in share of avaris. It's it's very physical, and the neshama looks down on it, and the neshama sort of says, uh, "Bye." You know, it's like, it's like you take off an old suit or an old pair of shoes that you're very fond of, and you buy a new pair. You, you, then you look at it as the old pair, you have no desire to, to wear it or anything like that. But somebody whose goof was pure, somebody who was never tam tam chet, his goof and his shama don't feel any, the, the, the shama feels no reluctance about the goof. And therefore you can still have a presence of some, some neshama onto it. And it says Rabbi Nakodesh would come every Friday night to his house. One day a neighbor came, knocked on the door. So said, Keep quiet, because Rabbi Nakodesh is here. So so Rabbi Nakodesh didn't want to come anymore so that they shouldn't, you know, people shouldn't 
um, sort of downgrade other tzaddikim who didn't have that. Now, Rabbein HaKadosh, it says, his yichud was that he was Kaddish. He never saw, he, he, he it says he never put his hand under his waist. He, he was Kulay Kaddish. Um, and, and that type of Kedusha was the same as Yaakov's Kedusha. Because Yaakov Avinu says Kaddish was Kedushas, the Kedushas Avram, that had Mila, Kedushas Yitzchak Yakeda, and his own Kedusha. And therefore, um, Yaakov Avinu, when, he, when after his nephew separates from his goof, can still have contact with the goof, can still come back to it, because the goof doesn't repulse it in any way. And then he adds a point, Um Let's talk about what he means over here. This is a point, Maral says this many times, um, and it goes as follows. There are different midas of HaKadosh Baruch And in a sense, if we look at the Rambam and Hoseas, it's very similar. There are different midas that HaKadosh Baruch uses. Any one particular mida, if we adopt it, and turn that into a goal, then it is wrong. Let's give an example. Um, and this is called making it an extreme. An extreme doesn't mean that a person reacts in a very sharp way. Extreme means that the total picture is very, is, 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 is very sharp. So, for instance, let's take a meter of kindness and giving. That's a wonderful meter. But if a person is a is one hundred percent pacifist and only gives, so then he ends up supporting the people that are bad and wicked. He he ends up with a child that's not disciplined, and that becomes in the end very destructive. A person, on the other hand, is a, a very very tough taskmaster, discipline, harsh, and it has its uses. But if that becomes the beetle, it becomes destructive as well. There is no mida in the world that is good in its totality. The 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 um, the midas were given so that our seichel decides in each one um, which mida will he use. Um, a carpenter with one tool, to the exclusion of anything else, is going to mess up somewhere. A toolbox and a person understands which tool to use when is the ideal. So we have Midos. So Avram and Yitzchok specialize in certain Midos. The two main Midos, Avram is the giving Midos, Yitzchok is the discipline. And both of those are wonderful Midos, and they established a, a, a basis for Kaisal. But each one in its own, taken to its, to its extreme, becomes destructive. Yaakovina's Midos was to use a Seichel and Das to give each and every Midos its appropriate time and place. That's something that can last forever. That's a mahalach that, that so he is the machria um, as, as, as opposed to a ktsavis. Their midas are the midas that veer right and left. And this gof, he says, is a. So Yaakovin remained, 
and he was able to use a very refined goof. You know, it's some sort of entity, something that allows him to be in this world. Um, uh, and the, he says he, he some you know some come erev Shabbos, some come Yom Kippur, who mishotet ba'olam shulchus hakadosh baruch hu. He wanders in this world, fulfilling shlichus of hakadosh baruch hu, or misroel emishu chafetz bay, and um, and he's and he appears to whoever he wants, because kerishon gas mikra, the physical body was indeed buried in the in 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 the caver. But but it's the type of goof that I mentioned. And then the Rabbeinu Bechaya brings um, from a Pasuk that when Kaius was suffering in service, Yaakov suffers it. So he says, what does it mean Yaakov suffers it? So he says, again, the three different Madregas. The Nisham is up there by, by definition almost it does not suffer any um, any pain of any of this world. It doesn't doesn't the physical body that's buried in the grave doesn't either. It's that thin goof that sort of um, is um, remains attached to this world and attached to the nefesh that has that feeling. He says, kiloshen margish, the word to feel to sense and the nofal goof it's not the body that was buried. It's that it's that refined goof that has some substance to it, and that feels, and that's that's the inner rebbeinu kaddish that will come down on Friday night. Those are the kapaloy. It says that they were that they were digging. And that's the pasuk of tzdakatalsimimavis. It doesn't mean you won't die, but. You'll have some shares in this world. Um, in Chazal it says, that the Malachim were in Yaakov and they would climb up to the top and see his Dukno Chokon Kisakovit, the Karnotar Baramasim sleeping. So that meant Yaakov was simultaneously attached. Lamala and Lamata. That was Godless of Yaakov. Okay, and finally, last piece of Aichia, the Sefer Bracious. Vinishlam Sefer Bracious, the Ramban says, Ramban has a little poem at the end of every um, at the end of every Sefer. And being that's Ramban, he didn't doodle. Every everything that he wrote has in itself Shivas. So he writes, Vinishlam Sefer Bracious, Besipativir Avis. Bracious finishes. Telling us the story of this, lehagid rishonis vechadoshos, return to tzmachnavavavos to teach us about what was there, and what and what evolved from it, the new things that evolved from it, even before it actually came to blossom. In other words, the obvious are like the genetic material of Israel. Looking at the genetic material and analyzing it, we can see what's going to be there even before. So when we learn gracious well. We see the roots of what's going to be even before it happens. Ule Yotzikol Rashis, like I spoke, created Rashis, Rochiv Aravas, Tehilis Rabbis, Voidos Arvavis, so he gives thanks to Kadishparahu, Voloi Niskinu Alilas Vesibis, Kadishparahu plots all sorts of plots and you know, causes 
In other words, he um, he's the one who's who who's, who weaves a plot, megala mukas to reveal depths. Videos discovers and very very high understandings. Uh, in other words, Akharish um, Baruch who's weaving a very deep plots like as Yosef's brother allows us to understand the Eitzah Muka of the of the 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 the, the, the deep uh, the depths of what was happening of Yosef and the brothers and Hagas and all that. he brings out um into reality his machshavos. led me in a righteous way, Agomakhavatovos. And that's how Rabban finishes uh, Bereshit. Just right.